I was silent. Um, were you silent or were you silenced? The latter. This is a pop culture emergency. The night is young. This is a no, pop we're not done. Party back at ours. Everybody's welcome to the kickoff. Emergency. You're welcome. Welcome to kickoffs. <laughs> is that good? A pop culture <laughs> emergency. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to do a queen voice, but I don't know if I can do a queen voice. Welcome. Oh, that's quite Queen witchy. Personal jinx Welcome. Welcome to kick on. Welcome to... No, it's Stu oh, George. I mean... Stu George. <laughs> what do they say? Um, Adieu. No, I'm Megan. Princess Diaries. Ah. Uh, to a meet queen you. of Genovia. Yeah. Uh, and she's waving her hand and she says, it's lovely to meet it's you. It's lovely she to meet you. She doesn't say that, but like that's, that's someone it. will be. Try that one more time. Right. Hang on. <laughs> Ooh, behind the scenes. <laughs> Welcome to kick ons. <laughs> A, A pop culture <laughs> emergency. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, that was a perfect queen. Thank you so much. With Kate Blanchett, who? <laughs> Did she play the queen? I think Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, <laughs> who? Uh, Olivia Coleman. <laughs> this is our first pop culture emergency that is not music related. Yeah, can I just do a quick um, pop culture emergency mention to a few things that we haven't uh, oh, done yes. emergency to? Taylor Swift folklore. No, even more. Taylor Swift, even more. It's we actually sorry, do have a folklore McKenzie. one. Um, if you want to go back and listen to that one, Taylor Swift, even more. Sorry, Mackenzie. Um, but yeah. honorable mention. Yeah. Um, what else has happened that is just like was we were like, oh, we need to do that, and then never did. Was that it? That's the biggest one that I can like remember people being like, I can't believe you haven't done it done it but actually last culture Easters, which is a podcast that we listen to are oh. only releasing there ever more track by track this week wow so, do you know what the night even, is young even britney spears oh the documentary, the documentary. Yeah. i think there was enough going on in our dms that that covered that mm-hmm. yeah um but obviously free britney hashtag free britney hashtag free britney hashtag free megan Oh my god, free her. So we're, this is a pop culture emergency um, sponsored by uh, Cyber Ghost VPN, oh, one day yeah. free trial. <laughs> Absolutely. So you all know by now that the interview that stopped the world played on Monday night, our time, well, Monday day, our time. New Zealand. And Tuesday night officially in New Zealand. We TV3 on demand, it's still up. And also the trailer is still up and you can watch I... that for another 50 days. <laughs> <laughs> Just, but Just the trailer. And the other one, how long can you watch that for? Oh, hopefully forever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, if you screen record it on your phone, can you do that? Okay, so remember I tried to screen record something for Friend of the Pod, Erin, um, I can't remember what it was. And it did work, but it just wouldn't let me send... Oh, it was Kimber's Live during mm. lockdown. But it wouldn't let me send it. So that was a bit shit. Um, oh, my God. Kimber's 
sorry, <laughs> that She's done this like thing on this website called Shutterfly, where she does takes like a masterclass oh. to like of songwriting and like how to write something interesting. I Did think, you? No. Know? Well, you got to sign up. Oh, so I don't know. Patreon. Maybe. Maybe if they have a one-day free trial, just like Cyber Ghost Yeah, VPN. so we were deep on the Reddit, Reddit threads and found the best way to watch it on Monday, which was... CBS. CBS website, website with a VPN blocker. We watched it. We gasped. I nearly cried. What moment? When they were talking about Diana. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... I've since watched it another two times. Jason's watched it another... Twice. Um, I've watched it one time, and then I've watched it a second time almost. Yeah. And I've listened to a podcast about it. and But I've also watched the Gail and Oprah video clips. I don't think I've seen the whole interview, but I've seen quite a few videos of, like, that, the next day, the day after. Yeah, which if you haven't watched, go to CBS This Morning's YouTube channel. They're all there. There were some interesting things there, like Harry talking about when he went back to the UK, I think in January last year, and he tried to see the Queen and her staff were blocking him from doing that. That was the that was huge. Is that what they're calling that? Yeah, so thanks for bringing that Thank up. You. So let's... Have a little rundown. Let's set the scene, and then we'll get into it. So, we were told a few weeks ago that Harry and Meghan were sitting down with Oprah um, for a long-form interview. There was a figure of $7 million being thrown around that they had said on the beginning of the interview that, you know, they didn't receive that money. People are saying maybe Oprah received that money. Maybe it cost $7 million to put the whole thing together etc etc who knows no one knows the thing that i was the most surprised about is that there were no leaks from when it was filmed until now because it's been a few weeks yeah and like that wasn't filmed at oprah's house and it wasn't filmed at megan's house and it wasn't filmed at gail's house i have a theory which i came up with in the third watch this afternoon tell me so whose pagola is it okay so they say at the beginning we're at a friend's house right yes and then later, Oprah asks Megan uh, about her trip to Wimbledon with Kate and says, you were there to see a friend play tennis. And Megan laughs and says, ha ha, yes. So I am choosing to believe it's Serena Williams' house. I believe it. Here and, and I, now, it, yeah. it has to be. And that is why it was a very important to watch it a third time. Whoa. Yeah. I did think it was weird when they laughed about who's the, the Serena Williams. I'm like, why aren't we saying Serena Williams? Or are you laughing because it's, like, funny that you're friends with Serena Williams? Well, yeah. Like, yeah. that is quite... That's something funny to laugh or about. Or, like, just... Uh, yeah, I think in a normal circumstance, she would just, like, shrug, like, the fact that she just said you were there to see a friend play tennis, she wouldn't be like, ha, ha, ha. But it was a specific laugh, which leads me to believe Serena was behind the camera watching it. I don't know. That's, like, this is that's QAnon. Real, but yeah. No, that's, that's, that, that's the pagola. Yeah, that's the pagola. So Harry and Meghan um, went on a met and went on via <laughs> a blind date. <laughs> went on a vendor. Went on, uh, met. On a blind date back in July of 2016, which, God, it just feels like yesterday. So, by November of that year, it was confirmed 
um, through the media by Harry that they were an item. They had their first public appearance in 2017 uh, and were engaged later that year and then married in May 2018. Mm. They then were expecting Archie sort of six months later. He was obviously born nine months later. And in January 2020, they stepped back from royal duties and moved to Canada and then in July moved from Canada to the US of 2020. Uh, They announced they're expecting their second child on February 14th of this year. And then four days later, formally stepped away from duties, which was agreed upon by the Queen. And they kept stressing that all of this was decided before this interview happened, before anyone knew it was going to happen. So none of the stripping of his patronages or military whatevers were because of this interview. So... That's our timeline. I think it was interesting to go back. Like, we watched their wedding in... I'm, like, going back through all my notes, just looking back through all six pages. Um, they... Their wedding, it feels like yesterday. That was 2018. We had a massive party. Different hair back then. Oh, I had just dyed my hair really dark. Mm -hmm. It was so great. Yeah. So... I thought it was kind of important to set the scene just to know, like, how long this has been. So, to the interview, they also specified it wasn't Gail's house. I can't remember if we said that, but it was very specifically... Yeah, it's not Gail's house. Yeah. yeah. Um, Serena's house. It's Serena's it's very house. very specifically Serena's house. It's Serena's house. So, the monarchy is 1,200 years old. Like, let's just let that sink in for a second. Like... They have not aged well. <laughs> they have definitely not aged well. And there was a real uh, importance... Sorry, we've actually got the um, <laughs> interview playing on the TV in the background on mute. I was just like, why are there strobe lights in the room right now? And then I realized that it was like magazine covers popping up all over the show. Okay, go, 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 Which go. I love. So there was a very um, stressed distinction between the family and what they call the firm or the institution. So... I, I loved the way that she, Megan described it as a family business. I think that is kind of, for me, the root of all, like, the, I mean, not the root of all the issues, but is it's where it gets it's so muddy. Yeah. It, it gets so muddy because she's your grandma, but she's your sovereign. She He's your dad, but he's your boss in a way. Yeah. And there's all these other people. He's your uncle, but he's your human trafficker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So he, so there's the family, the blood family, and then there's the firm, and there are people in the firm. We'll say we'll call them the firm from now on, yeah. for, to not get confused. Um, who have been working there for years? Like, think of the crown. There are press secretaries. There are like aides, all these pe- royal aides who just are there. They've been there for fifty years. You know, they're entrenched in it, and they are the people who are coming to you and being like, well, you can't do this because I'm 17, oh, blah, 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 this happened, or, yeah. you know? And so it's, uh, yeah. It'd be I th- interesting to know um, what the lineage is like for the people who come yes. into that job as well, because that that could be families who have been in that job for generations as well. Totally, I reckon. And 
It's kind of like when you go to a workplace and there's a bad culture and it's been that way for ages but no one knows why. It's probably the same thing. Like, oh, no one's talked out about this or no one's asked me if I'm actually okay because of all these things. That's just how we do it here. Like, yeah. there were lots of comments of, like, I assume Charles and William saying to Harry, like, we've all gone through this and this is what it's like and you just have to expect that that is how it is. Yes. And it's like, but hey... Why, Why can't? Why? Yeah. Why? And I get that the it's because there are rules around sovereignty and monarchy and all that thing, but they were just made up rules. I think basically it sounds like all these rules are in place so that the monarchy, it keeps existing. Yeah. Because they're so... It is pretty fragile system, you know? Mm. It's based solely off the tabloids and the and the taxpayers money and the loving them yeah like, thinking that they deserve to still be there totally soon as that all of that switches it's like we don't need these people anymore yeah and i think that's what you see in countries like new zealand even america who aren't like uh, a part of the commonwealth but Wait, are they? No. But they but they uh, sort of understand it, and you can see that they have chatter about, you know, the reaction to the US, in the US to this interview compared to the UK is crazy. Like, I saw a clip today of people, it was, it was another CBS, like, Gale clip of people reacting on the streets, like reporters asking them, and majority of them said like i don't believe the racism claims uh i think this is really bad it's not like it's not a good look they shouldn't have done it the only people who were like yes i can believe that you know there were racist remarks about archie and yes i can believe like i'm so sorry about her mental health were people under the age of 30 far that is shocking it's shocking i know like why is anyone shocked i know they are Racist. Like, they are built on a system of oppression of um, indigenous people. 100%. It's colonization. Like, it's literally colonization. Like, our queen. Our queen. <laughs> our it's queen. like, yeah, yeah, your queen. Duh. Which we can get into a discussion on that in a bit because I have so much to say about yeah. that. Um, so let's just like literally set the scene they are sitting amongst the begolias megan looks amazing she walks out in like i don't know who's like dressed. oprah's already there oprah's already there she's welcoming her in they can't hug she's like oh my gosh you're pregnant like yeah. so exciting but the no hugging that went on for too long they, yeah they, i guess it has to and then they cut to scenes of people double masks yeah. and then um, and face shields. Face shields. It's Double. just like we are, we here in New Zealand are so far removed from that lifestyle. Yeah. That I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. But it's not a lot. That's the world they live in. It is. It totally is. So they have a bit of chit chat. Um, they talk about the wedding. Oprah says thanks for inviting me. Um, I know. And then you remember that Oprah was at the wedding. Well, she looked like, so good yeah, at the wedding. Did. That was part of, the, of it, I remember. Yeah. Then I drank too much champagne. Um, I yeah, I was there <laughs> oh, no, at the wedding. Um, uh, she said she'd never looked up Harry online, whether or not, like, people are like, surely she did. Uh, who knows? She's in those circles. It's kind of weird. I, I kind of think maybe she didn't. Because what else do you need to know other than he's, like, 
Prince Harry? Is she going to, like, look up his birth chart and... I don't know. Maybe that, like, one time he dressed up as a Nazi, oh, like, right. that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I know, I know. I, personally, I don't know if it's the same thing, but, like, anyone I've been seeing, I... I've never, like, Googled to, like, stalk them. but No, but stalk their Instagram. But you kind of... It's so hard with social... I guess that's where it's so different because... I guess also she was trusting her friends who set them up. Yeah, and their trusting... mutual friends. Trusting him. Yeah, and... Let, let her in on everything that he needed to. And I'm sure he let her in on a whole bunch. Yeah. And not, he, how, not how the system... Not how kids see. Oh, my God. Um, he... But I, it sounds almost like they were swept up because he said by date two, I was like... He, I, he was like... Oh my! Like this is something. I could be the one. Yeah. So it sounds like a, like a fairy tale romance, and like maybe he. I mean, learning how to curtsy is probably like the last thing. And I guess when he's been surrounded by people who act, do know that his whole life. Hundred percent. This has been his whole life. Yeah. And he made mention to that when he finally like arrived. Yeah. So we do need to give. A little bit of slack, I think, to that whole, like, she knew what she was getting herself into. And it's like, I don't really talk about my family that intensely. So, I I don't know if it's the same parallels because it's so heightened. But on a base level of, like, I'm dating someone, you're dating someone. Yeah. You're like, how much detail do you need to go into? I know. Yeah, it's not until, like, halfway through Christmas dinner when they're like, your uncle is racist. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yes. I just, like, I forget. Um, I forget, I forget. NB, I don't have any racist uncles that I know of. Um, yeah. um, oh, God, I had such a good point, but I've forgotten it. Anyway, so she says along those lines, she didn't understand what the job description was, which I think is super interesting, like, she said, you know, it became clear to her that there, it's like perception versus reality. And she was being judged on the perception of what we think the royal family is. But she was living the reality, which is like, damn, put that in quotes. Um, she was already friends with Eugenie. Eugenie? Eugenie? Well, I've always said Eugenie, which now I'm like is obviously maybe not wrong. But she was saying Eugenie. Yeah, but she also said... Um your gut so no that's the that's a pun i don't get it because that it's like humphrey's yogurt yeah but i think it's a pun because it's someone's name humphrey's yogurt yeah but there was like humphrey someone that sounds like yogurt so that's why it was called yogurt so she worked at a yogurt shop called yogurt yeah I mean, I don't. I haven't fact checked that, but I'm pretty sure it's a pun. <laughs> like, I hope it's a pun. Well, so, us, Serena. I also loved how she was saying that when she went to meet the Queen, and she was like, "Oh my God!" Like, I haven't learnt to curtsy. That Fergie ran out and was like helping. Like, there were some real heroes of this episode. Absolutely, Fergie, and absolutely the Queen. Whether or not they're just being nice because she's 94, who knows? But it sounds like they have a really lovely warm relationship there's respect there and like some of it might be like we don't know how much time we have left and we don't want to you know i'd rock the boat or whatever there but i genuinely think that it seems that the relationship there is is really good and 
for good reason, hopefully. So she was also saying um, that she grew up in LA and worked at Humphrey Yogurt and that she saw famous people all the time. So she just thought like, oh, these are celebrities and like there's the fanfare in public and then back home they're fat. Like they're just, you know, hanging, hanging out, out, smoking, sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she quickly realized that it was not the same. They got married three days before their actual wedding in the backyard. That was a bombshell that just came out so casually in the chicken coop. Um, no, no, wait, what was it called? It was called the Archie's, chicken. Archie's chicken. Archie's chicken. So cute. So in this whole thing, right, we see Serena Williams' house. <laughs> we see um, photos of the past and video clips of the past. Yeah. And we see Archie's chicken. So cute. And they rescued those chickens. She from just her. loves to rescue animals. Yeah. The thing is, so if you cute. go back and watch this, so while she's like just casually dropping that they actually got married three days before. Uh, Harry is like crouching down, just like <laughs> feeding a chick. Yeah. It's and so looks cute. pale. Yeah. I, I think that, I don't know if that was something that he thought was going to like randomly come out. I don't know. Like why, I'm so happy it came out, but why did that come up? I think Oprah was talking about what do you feel here? And she said, I feel peace. And then she asked, what are you excited about? And like now in your life, and Megan said like these mundane things, like feeding the chickens, things that are just normal, like that we can have. And then she said, we got married three days before and the vows that we have hanging in our bedroom are those vows. They're not the vows that we said in the front of the world. I think it was just to show that they, that it's not, they they don't belong to the, they don't belong to the media. Yeah. Yeah. God. So then they go back and they're talking about the day and, and she said she slept through the night, the night before, which is outrageous. She must've had a CBD gummy. Like, how could you, how could you sleep the night before that? Cause I don't know. Sleeping pills. Yeah. She yeah. said she woke up and was playing going to the chapel. Oh, like that was so, so cute. Oh my God. It was, that was all just like, I get that she did it to just try and like take some humor put some humor into this like ridiculous day that was about to happen but like did you really do that i reckon you would you'd be like i would do that i'm like at my friends waking up i'd be like let's put on going to the chapel you would do that okay um (laughs) so then then things start to change and oprah asks megan um about a rumor that came out six months after the wedding that there was drama over bridesmaids dresses and Megan had made Kate cry. And Megan says that this was a turning point and that everything changed when this happened. And what I have to say here is Oprah, oh my God, bow down like a moment of silence for Oprah. She is amazing. She is amazing. She, this was the first example of her impeccable interviewing skills. She will ask a question and then hear the answer and know there's more and ask it again, slightly different and again and again to get the answer. And you could tell that Megan was 
she's not going to be like, oh, well, no, that's not true. This is what actually happened. She kind of had to be baited and I guess feel safe to say that that's what had happened. And I think that she was really trying to absolutely not say. I think she almost didn't want to say because... I don't think that she really did say. So she'd said she said the reverse the happened. Yeah, the reverse happened. And then Oprah said... Did you make Kate cry? Yeah, so what do... She, well, she said, well, what do you mean by that? And mm. then she's sort of like, well, mm. days before the wedding, blah, blah, blah. And I think it was good of her to really put emphasis on the fact that there's polarity between, like, 100%. that you don't have to hate one to love the other. Like, this is... What, that's what That's the, the media whole has point. tried and, yeah. and done to the viewer is to put these two women against each other. One is good, one is bad. Yeah, which is just a narrative that has to stop. And I think that the way she spoke about Kate was the perfect way to explain that there were there was an issue, but it was resolved. She sent flowers. They resolved it. She's a good person. Yeah, and I, never delved into truly what actually happened with the issue yeah because she felt like she didn't need to because there it they, had been resolved they had dealt the with it themselves them. yeah it's so mature it's so mature and i i hope that what megan said about um hoping that kate would want have want that to have been cleared up yeah i also i share those hopes although um missed opportunity bridesmaid merch oh yeah what now, you need the money. Whatever had happened, really, uh, on the t-shirt. <laughs> Just a transcript of the yeah, conversation. Legit. It was probably quite benign. I'm not sure if that's the word. Like, small and insignificant. But it probably just set... It was probably, like, the icing on the cake of the shit that she was dealing with. Like, her dad not coming. Like, that was terrible what he did to her. Yeah. And so... I, I yeah, I the think sibling it was has little, gone off at her. The half sibling, yeah. yeah. But she that. also said that they've never had a they've never known each other. Yeah. So, gotta get it where you get it. Gotta get a cottage. Um, <laughs> this was when they talked about the opposite headlines, which I think we've spoken about before, of how the media paint like Kate in one way and Megan in another. The big um, one was the avocados. Like Kate was. Um, eating avocados, I was like, oh my god, she's so great. She's like giving nutrients to her baby, and then Megan was eating avocados, and she was like causing deforestation. And then she yes. said, "That's a loaded piece of toast," which was like one of the died at that. She died so at I that. believe that this was the real turning point for people who were like, "She's an actress. She's acting. This is this is this is not real. This is bullshit." Yeah. Once you start seeing the true black and white, what was happening between the two in your face like that how could you not that's where the perception starts to be like okay yeah this is a bit wrong yeah let's continue tell me more so this was well this is so a loaded piece of toast first quote of the night from megan second quote of the night was her saying that she has for years advocated for women to use their voice and i was silent and then oprah says <clears throat> Were you silent or were you silenced? And Megan says, the latter. 
Thank you for the moment of silence. Were you silent or were you silenced? I, think I was silenced. <laughs> <The letter. laughs> Amazing. Like that was the the like the that was on the trailer everywhere. We knew that line was coming, but to have it and to have her say the latter was just like chef's kiss. So she then goes into sort of talking about when the tabloid started to get really bad, people her friends and family were saying like this isn't good, but she was under the impression that it was all normal and that the, the firm were going to protect her, that the press secretaries would intercept. And I think she sort of made it really clear that when the story came out about the bridesmaids' dresses, but the other way, that's when she really, really knew that, you know, that but they didn't have her they back. They didn't have her back. And because. Like we said earlier, the tabloids need the crown mm. or the crown needs the tabloids. It's a symbiotic yeah. relationship. Like and I this was see. a moment where I think that she realized that maybe it wasn't the as, same for her. Yes, something she, was different. She said they were willing to lie to protect others in the family, but weren't willing to tell the truth to protect me and my husband. Andrew. Exactly. And that's what she's like 100%. that's what she's insinuating, yeah. right? When she said his name right at the start. I know. And you're just like <gasps> I think it must it must be so hard for them because they know what he's done, but they are friends with his kids. Like what if like how I would really struggle with that. I just think don't talk about it publicly at least. Mm. Like that's a really hard thing to re- like deal with inside yourself and they've got bigger f- fish to fry but intense so this is when she explained about the family business um it was very positive about the queen she said everyone was really welcoming her um it's nothing what it looks like um and this is when she sort of starts talking about how people in the family and the institution were saying that she should lay low, that she is everywhere right now. And she said, I've never, I have left the house twice in four months and I'm everywhere, like how? And she just wanted to go out and have brunch with her friends and yeah. they were like, oh no, that's going to be a bad look. It's like, what is the fucking point of being alive just so that you can be a photo in a magazine? So yeah. you can be a quote on a Facebook page? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I also think it was interesting. I don't know if it was when it was here, but um, when she said, like, the day I moved into the palace, and it's so like the crown, I handed over my passport, I handed over my driver's license, and I never saw them again until we moved, like, to Canada. It's like, what the fuck? Like, they really, they literally strip you. And this is where I have in my notes the parallels to Diana, exclamation, 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 Oprah is a star. It's the same. We saw it on The Crown. Like, yes, that's a dramatized version of what has happened, but she got there. She got dropped off at the palace. Everything was taken from her. She was there by herself. He was off. Granted, they weren't in a, like, loving, amazing fairy tale romance. It was more of, like, out of duty and finding the right person for the look. But it's absolutely insane to me that they have let this happen again. And 
like and worse. Harry said, he could see it happening in front of his I own know. eyes. Like that is heartbreaking. It really and is. Good on him for to, like hard fucking thing to do. I think something he's mm. known his whole life, grown up in, knows nothing else, and he says, "I think that it's almost wrong. like leaving a religion." Like it literally is, yeah. The Anglican religion, yeah, yeah, (laughs) it is. Well done. Do you know why? Because um, King Henry Henry wanted to get married again. Yeah, yeah. To his second wife, Mary. No, Anne. Yes. Thank you. Surname. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ah. Anne Boleyn. Yay! Well done. Um, Sweetie. Okay, so this is when the conversation starts to turn towards Archie. Um, When Megan, she describes it when she was uh, pregnant, she... I'm just wondering where the mental health stuff got brought up. Oh, it was, I think, before she was talking about... So, basically, she was talking about when she was pregnant, she was in such a low place. She... Oh, she's not allowed to leave the she house. She wasn't allowed to leave. She friends. And she got to a place where she was having suicidal idea, ideations, and... And she said they were real. She would wake up in the middle of the night, be thinking things. She said it was methodical. Like, she was, like, there and then had to bring that to Harry. And she didn't want to do that because, you know, first of all, like, the thought of losing her and the baby, like, he's already been through so much. But And then he later said that he felt he couldn't take it to anyone in his personal life because they it's don't talk big. about it and yeah. it was too much and like that is crazy it's also another conversation about the british like stiff upper lip idea yeah. and how things aren't spoken about but then it's also crazy because harry kate and william have been advocating for mental health for years and then to still not feel like you can talk to someone about it like that's really bad messed up. it's totally messed up and Another thing that's messed up about this is that the mental health um, talk around this uh, CBS interview from the public has been really heartbreaking to read. Like, I thought, you think it's 2021 and that um, mental health has come a really long way. Mm. The language we have around it and um, the way that we want people to be able to talk about it and feel safe and comfortable and, like, like something's gonna be better Mm. because of that it just took a huge three steps back it really did you know like people are literally posting on instagram being like she knew what she was signing up for oh poor me i'm in a palace blah 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 it's like your friend who reads that who has also had suicidal thoughts they now have one less person to go to yeah they don't trust you anymore it's so true and i also think like Everyone's situation is relative. Like, we can acknowledge that there is so much privilege here. Like, they're millionaires. You know, they were living this outrageous life. But at the end of the day, when they're alone and they're thinking like that, they're just a person. Yeah. And so it's like, how could you not... If you can't have any 
compassion for anything in this situation at least have compassion for that yeah it's like i can't i can't i can't i can't i can't so then we start talking about when she was pregnant with archie conversations were brought up to her about him not being he, he would not have a title and he would not be protected not be protect, protected with security and this is when the conversation around race gets brought up um and megan mentions that there were conversations with harry about how dark any children they have their skin would be and i think oprah's reaction was like the reaction of Shock. A, most of the world hopefully it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. Um, it is. Since then, uh, Harry has come out and said it wasn't the Queen or the Duke of Edinburgh. He really wanted that out there, that it was family members or family member. Um, and they are, like still say they will not say who it was. But Mega made a really good point, which is that the Commonwealth is... My, mostly like majority people of color and for little girls to be at home in tonga or whatever and know that the princess is coming and see someone takes who, the crown into the 21st century yeah or century. I don't and know. it is 21st it is such a it's such a missed opportunity and at one point it did feel like this was it like it really did it felt like they were breaking barriers they were accepting her into this family and yeah the new wave princess like this is what the new princess looks like yeah because uh, they were breaking a lot of not i guess not protocol because he wasn't in line for the throne anyway yeah. but you know just it it was very different the way uh, an american actress um yeah who's you know, been married before yeah. divorced all that kind of thing and yeah so it's interesting to me this whole conversation around the race and the color of the skin of the baby because like we said at the beginning like why is anyone shocked like if you have like listened to anything over the last year it's like duh this is what it is i think to me now seeing since what the palace have said this morning their statement which was you know we were saddened to see like the depths of what they've been through um and we're taking the allegations very seriously although the accounts are different we will be investigating this privately so and this is my thing that i've seen online of people saying like i've saw people on cbs this morning saying it's not racism but I, I don't understand how people in 2021 can't understand, like, the concept of unconscious bias and white privilege. Like, it just is. Yeah. I, I like, I can't understand that. I it makes me so upsetting. I would just be like, oh, maybe they were just like, God, I wonder, I wonder what color the skin's going to be. But, no, but has anyone ever said that about a white child? No. It's like, I just, yeah, I don't get it. And, it, and I think, like, as much as people are saying, oh, they're just going to go, they've been on TV and they're blah, blah, blahing about it. Like, this conversation is really important. It puts it into real context for people that this is something that's systemic. It's something that 
And maybe it was like an off remark. Maybe it didn't come from intended racist thoughts, but it's still racist. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I had someone say to me like, oh, you know, I think that this is like a really, like that's the nail in the coffin. You know, that grand, that kid's never going to see his grandparents. Like it's such a bad thing for the relationship. And I was like, but why would they want to take their kid around someone who like is, is saying things like that and, and might say that not intending to hurt them, but at a dinner table and that will hurt them because. Yeah. That's suddenly of a culture that you, they potentially might feel embarrassed about totally and i've seen a lot of people on, yeah exactly i've seen people on twitter saying like oh this is brought up a lot for me like people who are part moldy and part pakiha being like oh i remember my grandma said this at the dinner table or used to talk about my dad like this and uh, yeah i just i have so much like respect for people who have gone through shit like that and it just really sucks for something they literally can't yeah they have no control over at all exactly and yeah it needed (laughs) i'm i'm that's one thing that's like if, if it can happen at that level yeah you know yeah that this is these are people who we like idolize or look up to or want to be you know uh, Kate wears a yeah. fucking dress and it sells out in three seconds. Yeah. Like, these are the people that we want to be like. Mm, I don't think, so, think so. Yeah. And I think, like, hopefully, as terrible as it's been, this might, like, wake one person up to the concept of white privilege yeah. or all that kind of stuff. Like, hopefully, that's the takeaway. So we then get into. Um, oh, so then Harry joins. Um, we get into them moving to Canada. They explain that they were in Canada and they got the call that all security would be taken from them, even Harry himself. And he said, like, he just never saw a world in which that would be taken away from him because he was born into, like, he inherited this position. He didn't ask to be here. And I mean, I just think that is bizarre that they would do that. Like, that's. That's like saying, we actually don't care about you. And... And for what reason? Because he's married to a woman of colour. Yeah. So, um, also interesting. I don't think I really realised that the exact same thing had happened to Diana. Like, the security was taken away when she divorced um, Charles. And so, he is now living off, he explains, what his mother left him... And also, that is why they have signed these deals with Spotify and Netflix. And yes, it is a bit like, oh my god. But people want to hear from them. They are driven by important causes. And hey, if they can like get money through Spotify and Netflix to literally like not be shot or not be kidnapped. Yeah. They do need the security because they literally like just had the moment of the fucking century yeah these people do need protection yeah and i know it's hard for people to empathize with that when we're in the middle of a pandemic there are people dying like yes it is so hard to relate to it's hard to feel sorry for them but it's just like their lived experience and you just have to like 
separate that and take that for what it is. And I think they were really trying to stress that they know that too. Like, they know this is, like, not normal. It's a prince. Yeah, like, like, they know that. And at the end of the day, he just doesn't want what happened to his mother to happen to them. And that's, like, it. Yeah. So they then sort of say, like, yes, it was, like, the reason we left was the race issue it was because we didn't have any support or understanding and I also thought it was interesting that um he said that he probably wouldn't have left if it weren't for Megan which I think he was like it took him a few seconds to say that but I think he was sort of like maybe he wouldn't have been woken up to it exactly he wouldn't have yeah. realized his own privilege yeah do you know it was something that was quite interesting during that moment was the um the photos that were put up of uh megan describing that harry was like clutching her hands so tight oh my gosh um because uh that was the day she had said to him like i'm feeling like i might hurt myself yeah and the photo looks from like outside yeah it's like Oh my god, they're so cute holding hands. Yeah, and then from the inside, that's the perception versus the reality yeah. of the whole entire monarchy. Exactly, and that is why, like, she stressed that's why you should never, like, everyone. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors. You don't know what someone's struggling with, what they're going through, and so, like, lead with kindness, as we always say, like. Yeah, because, like, you can, like, I look back at photos, like, deep on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, that's so pretty, but, like, oh, my God, I was so upset that night. Or, like, or this happened that night, or X, Y, Z, and it's, like, that's, like, on a real basic level. Um, but she did look really gorgeous in that, in that, um, in that photo. Nickel pack. So then, essentially, they are basically just... Uh, Oprah's grilling um, Harry about his relationship with the family. Um, he says that Charles had stopped taking his calls, but he since has started again. He said there's a lot of hurt that's happened, and he feels really let down by Charles, which, like, I don't want to, like, be a conspiracy theorist again, but I'm pretty sure it was him who said I, the thing about Archie. I mean, if it wasn't Charles, I'd be shocked. <laughs> um... Which is also interesting to me because Charles has lived his whole life, like, he is, like, 70, and he has just been waiting for this moment, the one in waiting, and so, like, there is some empathy that I feel towards him that, like, he is just this desperate, like, you can see it in the crown, he's desperate to just be that person, and it's not happening, and it probably, like, he might be 75 to 80 when it happens. It's not happening for him. But, oh God, I really hope it doesn't. It's not. But it's just so interesting. Like, there's so much... Especially now. If, like, the Queen... She's gonna skip that boy. Yeah. Or the or it but dies she... out with the Queen. She'll live till 111 and that'll be it. Wow. If she lives to 111, that'd be amazing. But, like, the Duke's 99, so... It shows. Um, Pass away. So Harry says, like, he's trapped within, like, that system of colonization and systemic racism. 
he says that they're trapped. He says that there's distance between the relationship. I, it's interesting. I wrote down institutionalized. Like, I feel like they are just trapped. They don't know better. Maybe this will help them see or want to see. Yeah, and I mean, maybe the like, firm who are more likely to be uh, everyday people or people yeah. on the ground, maybe they have been hiding a lot from yeah. him as well, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. I think, I mean, it's such an opportunity. Like, it, Megan coming into the family was such an opportunity but like this could be such an opportunity but because it's so ingrained like you could tell on that those interviews of the people on the street today it's just so ingrained in them this systemic racism mm. I don't have that much hope it, it, it would take William and Kate really like doing all that work that they need to do and learning and like coming out and showing the world for England to change it the crown will fall before that happens yeah I think it will and too. it should and like that is so yeah it is but like that's so sad do you that know we what don't needs to happen? have the faith well because it's too big what mm. what the crowns represents is too it's stained yeah. with blood yeah like, it is it, it is it's too big and, of and a problem to fix the, the only way to fix it is say we're sorry and we'll we'll stop and here's your money and your land yeah that's the thing because like it's problems there but it's pro how how many freaking countries in the commonwealth like yeah. in most of those countries are issues because of colonization. Yeah. So all we can try and do is do better. Yeah. Um, vote for the Maori Party. Um, there's been... So they kind of wrap up. They talk about, like, their Spotify stuff. They talk about what they're excited about. And... Ugh, God, it was a lot. It was a lot like that. I wonder how they feel in those moments after if they just feel like a weight is lifted if they feel yeah i don't know it's i think they watched it before it went out no you'd want to no i don't think so i don't think so i i'm just like skimming my notes to make sure i haven't missed anything really important oh so obviously the interview plays it plays in america it then plays in um, the UK and then the British media obviously respond Piers Morgan can go and jump off a cliff he walked off he's quit or he's been yeah so Piers Morgan has this fucking bone to pick with Meghan Markle because the night she met Harry she went for a drink with him first and it sounded like they were kind of friendly-ish. They had some sort of relationship, where whether it's, like, journalistic or, like, friendly. And then she went and met Harry, and she fell in love, and she, like, ghosted him and was never friends with him again. And it's like, okay, white man, sorry. Like, yeah. fuck 
off and he has just been going on and going on i've seen videos of him yelling at black women this week like screaming at them on his television show i i don't understand how he wasn't like fired sooner but yeah the weatherman who's a secret hottie on good morning britain like was called him out live on air and he walked off and then yeah he's not going to be back so yay So, and they also had his, her bloody father on there and giving him airtime. It's like, they're not learning, they're not learning their lesson. So that's why there's no hope. There's no hope. There is no hope. Um, <laughs> what a fucking sour note to end on. There is hope though. They are having another child. They have got all these amazing things happening. There is a statue being, um, uh, Erected, erected, I guess. yeah, with um, an erected statue by which is and, a secret hottie, by the way. Secret hottie, um, <laughs> would be a good reality show. Secret hottie, no. Well, it reminds me of Mary Gilbo, <laughs> <laughs> who was American yeah. Idol contestant. Yeah, ultimate secret secretly hottie. a hottie. Um, oh, there's a statue being erected of Diana this year. Wow, and. People are saying, do you think Harry will go? And I saw a political correspondent who I loved, Omar Scobie, uh, and he says he thinks that he will be there. Whoa. So that will be like, we mentioned the palace's statement. I think that's all we're going to get from them. Prince Philip's been in hospital. I think, I think we just will hear nothing now. Yeah, which is the wrong, wrong, wrong decision. It absolutely they is. They need a full response. We need a, a another half hour sit down with Oprah. We need Andy Cohen in the middle mm-hmm. of Meghan and Harry and Kate and Will and Charles and Camilla. And we just need talk it out we need to talk it out they all need to go to therapy i mean oprah can be there as well like i think she should i i'm so proud of harry i'm so proud of him it looked really hard for him the whole time it really did and i think like that's what i was saying earlier about it being a family business like family relationships are so complicated like at such a basic level like of income in commoners and so adding on the whole tradition, world like all that kind of stuff, it's just Yeah. And to be honest, everyone is like, look at like look at her face. She's this is totally her acting. She it's this is all being scripted. I'm like, when is it easy to talk about family like this ever? Like if she's Never. composed, that's because she's just like I've got a job to do and yes. I've got a message to spread. Yeah some more important things yeah absolutely yeah. final thoughts oprah <laughs> oprah oh, she's oprah. amazing also shout out to megan's makeup like it's incredible it has been incredible for years but yeah it's gorgeous <sighs> it's the dark eyes and the pink lips for me yeah. I also, we're like watching the screen now. I also, um, Harry's shoes were like really scuffed underneath. Like, look at Charles. Like, he drinks whiskey every night excessively, eh? Like, he just has the bloat of someone who drinks too much. You would, though, wouldn't you? Oh, well, obviously. But he's, he's halfway yeah, to gout. Yeah, he's halfway to gout. And that's the title of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
thank you for listening guys like we hope that was like in some form helpful informative if you didn't watch it um hopefully you're nodding along or go have a watch if you've got any of of your own thoughts honestly we would love to hear them them. first second and third listen absolutely honestly that third listen yeah uh, yeah um we also have to let you know that ooh, this is the first time we've done this together, just us in like a really long time. So we are really grateful that you've all listened to our Peachy Keen episodes and that you've been loving them and hopefully you're going to come to the festival. Hopefully you might have entered our giveaway. There's still time at Kick-On's Pod. All the details are there. Um, so... We've given a lot of content out for the past few weeks, and we're really happy that you've enjoyed it because it has felt like a barrage, as Harry would say. Um, next week, we're going back to our regular scheduled planning with an awesome episode with our friend Jordan, who's like slam poet extraordinaire. And then we're launching into our little kick-ons first. One hit wonder! Boom! Uh, a little mini series called One Hit Wonder, where we take the take a look at notorious one hit wonders, chat about them, do the history, and I just have to tell you, they're really good. <laughs> they're so funny. Well, at least we think so. Yeah. So uh, you will hear from us. Like maybe something else will happen, or we'll do another pop culture emergency. But you will hear from us after those, and it will be our first birthday. Oh my god, legit. Yeah. I will get decorating the cake. Thank you. That's that's a note out to you, Parrot Dog. We're gonna need some beers for the end of oh, April. Oh gorgeous. Cool. Follow us on Instagram, tell us your thoughts. Justice for Megan, free Brittany. Oprah. Long live Oprah. Oprah. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Sounds like Borat. <laughs> <laughs>